punch my beer, which will be a far greater legacy than any Burning Man will ever. I want to see the Burning Man. I want to see the Burning Man. I don't get it. Is he alive and burning? Does he burn himself a little bit each day? I don't know. I don't know how he burns. Or I don't know, and I I want to know. I want to know. Hello, welcome to the In Dust We Trust podcast. This podcast is produced with the goal to entertain as well as inform anyone interested in learning about Burning Man culture. I'm your host, Natalie Lola Struess. Today's focus is on the fifth principle of Burning Man, radical self-expression. So what is radical self-expression? Well, from the burningman.org website or Radical self-expression arises from the unique gifts of the individual. No one other than the individual or a collaborating group can determine its content. It is offered as a gift to others. In this spirit, the giver should respect the rights and liberties of the recipient. Joining me in the studio are two of my favorite people in the entire world, Jason and Renee. Thank you for agreeing to talk with me today about... Burning Man fashion. I am excited to dive into today's topic because it is a favorite of mine. One of the reasons why I like Burning Man so much. Because you can express yourself through what you wear. Please introduce yourself and tell us how many burns you have attended. I'm Renee. I have been to burns five times. I've been to Burning Man five times. And then regionals? Three times. Jason? Burning Man is one of the most amazing experiences you can have, but it's also really hard. One of the reasons it can be so hard is because of the environment. Daytime temperatures can reach well over 100 degrees, while Mm -hmm. nighttime temperatures dip into the 50 and sometimes 40 degree realm. Mm -hmm. You also have this fine, powdery, alkaline dust to contend with. (laughs) You can see pictures of the most epic dust storms online, and you'll see what we're talking about. So clothing at Burning Man isn't just about fashion. Looking good, feeling sexy, sure, but it's also about survival in the harsh desert environment. That brings me to our first question. What is one practical piece of clothing or gear you think necessary in order to have a good... For me, it's boots. Boots, because you're walking or riding your bike or climbing basically on your feet the whole time. And if you're not comfortable on your feet, then you're you're not not going to be having a good time. Yeah. So good boots. Good footwear. I mean, it doesn't have to be boots, I guess. But for me, I like boots. Something to cover your skin, you know? Because in the daytime, it's hotter, like the sun. Yeah, I mean, I'd have to say like a long sleeve sun, like rash guard or something. SPF protection. Smart. But don't forget your goggles, boys yeah. and girls. Goggles are important <laughs> for sure. And for me, I would think good quality mask mm-hmm. filtration. Either the 3M and 95s we're all used to now because of COVID, or the kind that have the little oh. screw filters on the side or something like you that. You see a lot of people use just bandanas and stuff. But. Yeah, but if you have uh, <laughs> respiratory illnesses like I have asthma, I think it's a little more, you step it up a little bit more so yeah. you make yeah. yourself sick. What about a hat? hat? Big fluffy hat. Hat would be good too. Yeah, to help with the I sun. Mean, yeah. A lot of things would be good. 
umbrella. <laughs> Ooh, there's some really awesome umbrellas out there too. Yeah, like people decorate them. That covers all the SPF right there. So. Yeah. Right. Except for if it's blowing like 40 miles an hour, then no. True. That's that's but a good point. Umbrellas do not work in the dust storms. And they have epic dust storms. Sunglasses. As well. Sunglasses. Yeah, sunglasses. Sunglasses. Yeah. There's a lot of Goggles. there's a lot of important gear yep. going into Burning Man. Yes. There's a list. There's a big list. Yep. Do you think what you wear could make or break your burn and why? I don't know if it could make or break. I think it could definitely make you have less fun or more fun. Yes, like I said, footwear, if, if your feet are uncomfortable the whole time, which I've had happen, so it definitely makes it harder to enjoy yourself. Or like with skin, if you get a sunburn, you're going to be less comfortable. Or at night when it's cold, if you don't have coat, like a coat be, or something, you could be, I mean, yeah. I mean, it depends. I mean, make or break your burn. Yeah. I mean, I'd say, I mean, I know you're talking about self-expression. Self-reliance is also one and having people not prepared can be an issue. Yeah. Because I've done that. So, I mean, I what spend, were you not prepared for? Well, I spent a lot of time hiking and whatever in the, I, I'm from the Great Basin area, right? So on desert hikes and I'm used to the super hot temperatures in the day and super cold at night. And so you look at all the Burning Man warnings and they're like, ah, it's scary. And I think like it's basically the same temperature range as it is in the Salt Lake Valley, you know. But you have people if, coming from places if, right. that don't get it. <laughs> no, for sure. And, I, and that's kind of was my assumption going into it is, mm -hmm. well, this is started by a bunch of San Francisco people and there's a bunch of Californians right. coming off the coast. I mean, granted, it's an international and you know, everybody comes from everywhere, but I kind of figured I was prepared for that dust is no joke. And I had a head-to-toe bleeding rash from that first one. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. it's not actually dust, right? It's like calcium. It's from the... Alkaline. Yeah, it's, it's alkaline. from the critters that live in that playa or whatever. That, but yeah, I mean, I my skin reacted to that. And I was wearing... I mostly wore sandals that week, that first yeah, one. Yeah, no, was, I was no in, sandals for me. It was very uncomfortable. So thankfully, it wasn't excruciatingly miserable until we were leaving. So mostly the drive home was terrible. I've been in a desert. <laughs> Well, that is a good segue into the next question. Do you have a daytime fail outfit? <laughs> and if so, why was it a fail? And would you wear it again with adjustments or just basically burn it? I mean, I guess, because Your also everything, everything I do is boring. Yeah, but mostly I'm going to say, <laughs> yeah, my day fail outfit is if you're going to wear sandals, make sure you know what you're getting into. I mean, I'm sure people do it. People do, and they do it. Wear socks. If I were to, if people I were to do change, it, but you have to clean. You have to have but just something you can clean, yeah, shake the dust out. So After, you know, five burns, being the expert I am now, <laughs> I definitely lean toward more comfortable outfits and less frilly fancy. Just because it's more fun to move around and get around and do stuff when I'm comfortable. My spoon skirt was super fun, but not very fun to walk around in or sit down do anything it was mostly a show i had a chain belt that i bought at the thrift store and then we drilled holes in the end of the handle of the spoon and we wired them also that was probably not a good idea <laughs> the wire was, <laughs> was some you. some parts of it were pokey yes so that i would say that was a fail but <laughs> live and learn for you out there listening if you're gonna make a spoon skirt don't use wire and then we wired it to the chain belt and then i wore it as a skirt which was awesome and it was fun and i got lots of compliments and pictures and but you can't really sit in it it's heavy not very but comfortable you I'm can't assuming infinitely more comfortable than maybe a fork 
script. Yes, which is why we went with spoons. <laughs> we did think that through. That part we did think through. <laughs> Stay away from the serrated knife skirt. People. Right. Mm, yeah. Steak knife skirt. There was some thought that went into it. <laughs> I think for me, it would be not necessarily a fail, but more like a pain in the ass. Is I made a lot of tulle skirts. And one of them was really, really big and fluffy. And the problem with that, even though it's awesome on the playa and it looks cool, is when you go to the porta potty. Mm -hmm. So you have to either take off your skirt and give it to your partner or hold it up over your head or something because people in the porta potties miss and there's piss on the floor and it's just and porta potties aren't very big yeah so you have a lot of room right and especially with this big fluffy thing it was yeah that was that was hard so i would call that one a fail do you have one piece of clothing or footwear that you would recommend i like my mini skirts they're comfy they're easy you can put leggings underneath for night you can wear them without leggings for daytime they're flowy, so you got a lot of air yeah. moving around. <laughs> yeah. I mean, same answer. Same answer, yeah. <laughs> Skirts. Because I don't wear them in my everyday life. Some of them are pretty weird, but, you know. Why are Kilts. they weird? Kilts. Just because I wasn't, girl clothes are hard. Wear, wear them before Burning Man, so you know there you go. what to do. Maybe. I had I a hiking kilt. I guess just comfortable shoes, like Renee mm -hmm. was saying. I had these platform ankle boots that I put inserts in, and I put duct tape around them and it was two layers of duct tapes and then I cut the first layer out for shapes and it was really like glow in the dark it was so cool so I really liked it because I made it my own but also with the inserts it was super comfortable I'm the type of person that I overpack so I brought four different pair of shoes and I ended up wearing those mostly because they were the most comfortable ones, so. for burning man it's kind of not an over or under pack it's kind of do what you do right because somebody's been yeah, but well, you many... never know what's going to happen. Yeah. Somebody been there was like, I'm just going to beg borrow for the entire thing. And they showed up, I don't think, in anything. Yeah. Yeah. Or with food or anything, which we would not, I would not recommend no, doing because that's no, kind no, of no. taxing on all the people. But then yeah. there's people that bring, considering all this art and those camps that bring, who knows, I mean, whole wardrobes probably of crap. Yeah, and not just clothes. Well, you're supposed to be so able to take care of anything. I'd say yeah, whatever, because it's a, especially. I know it's not my thing. I know you're you're talking about ooh fashion and radical expression, and I'm like I just wear utility stuff yeah. because I don't. That's my radical expression is I'm just gonna wear like regular street <laughs> clothes because I don't yeah. care so much about fashion. I mean, some people do right, and that's kind of what it's about out there is going out and doing things so they also have rules you can't wear logos you're not supposed to have any logos there like that's one of the exposure and stuff because there's not supposed to be any marketing out there which one is my favorite rule decommodification yeah. is your favorite do you prefer to purchase all of your outfits or do you like <laughs> to make them yourself <laughs> to thrift them or whatever yeah I think it's not stuff i don't normally have i mean i i took a bunch of my regular outdoor gear mm -hmm. just because on the technical side you know i had stuff to keep the sun off me and i had hiking shoes or actually i don't think i took my hiking but i i, I did take a lot of my street clothes maybe that was a for the mistake segment because okay. I think it's hilarious. So your mistake was you took street clothes. Well, I mean, after the fact, right? Because you can't undo. That's a forever thing that will oh, be yeah, in yeah. whatever you take out there. So It's going to ruin your stuff. That's a good point. So like you it, can't really take your... It was in our truck for seven years. I mean, I could still... Yeah. Every so time I have... turned the heater on, I could smell Playa in the truck. So if you have stuff you absolutely 100% do not want ruined, probably best not to take so, it to Burning Man. With that in mind, and I, it may not get ruined, but it definitely has a chance. <laughs> well, and it, it's hard to wash that stuff out, too. Yeah. So 
I would, it is. If you're going with new stuff, I I prefer mostly to drift. drift, just because clothing isn't where I was super creative outside of the lighting stuff at night. I like a little of both. I like thrifting some stuff, and then I like to maybe add some flair, Ooh. or like we did skirts. Like we'd take old t-shirts mm-hmm. and then cut them up and make skirts or different outfits out of those. Yay, Dress safety pins, tying, sewing different things. I really liked that kind of stuff. I've learned I definitely like simpler. Yeah. Less frill because I don't wear it. I took so much stuff I never wore because it was just too much. It was hot or it was too cold or it was just not comfortable. So I like more comfortable. Did you buy new stuff? Or do you buy new stuff? No, I don't know if I've ever bought, yeah, lighting stuff. I like to thrift, make my own and then also buy fabric and I always have these grand ideas of all these things I'm going to make and when it gets closer to Burning Man, I have to pare it down yep. <laughs> quite a bit. And one thing I made that was a definite fail, I bought shoes, canvas shoes, and I bought this yarn, but it was faux fur yarn, and I used a hot glue gun and I <laughs> glued it around the shoes, and I and I made them basically turn the shoes into bunnies, so they were furry, and then I had these ears, and they had the wires in them, and I just spent so much time on it. They looked so cute. I love them. But the very first time I wore them on Playa, completely ruined (laughs) because of the dust. You couldn't tell it was a bunny. You couldn't see fluorescent pink. It was so cute, but the dust, it just was this gray dirt color. So I would never spend that much time making fur boots or fur shoes ever again because of that. It's easier. It's better to just keep it real simple I think with a few flare things. I think though with Lowe's, they were in the dirt. Yeah. With clothes, they're not trudging around and stuff. True. True. If you make things yourself, and I know that Jason likes the lights and Renee likes to do flare, what is one essential piece of equipment that you think all burners should have, specifically for clothing? A sewing machine. We had, so one thing I thought was really cool, we had Mm -hmm. portable mini sewing machine at the thrift store, and we took that. That was awesome, because then you can fix stuff, or if you want to adjust some things, or make... I wanted to be able to run into people who were having a wardrobe malfunction. <laughs> I, I can fix that. Gifting. Yeah. He has. But whenever we didn't really do that, I should have just. We didn't do a whole lot, but it was fun to have that. And I thought that was. Should have tossed it in the backpack and just walked around and found people. <laughs> Anybody need any clothes? The so? Clothes that are falling apart and be like, just do it. Like mobile tailor. Ooh, uh-huh. that could be a, a theme camp or yeah. some, repair shop. I think there is. Well, there's they a might. Costume, custom camp or whatever. Yeah. Stuff, or you right? could have it in your little bike basket. Yeah. And you could put signs, turn your bike into like a mobile yeah. tailor shop. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then have that be That's your true. thing where you go around. Hey, Especially you... with like zippers or snaps and buttons yeah. and stuff. Oh, so yeah. Things that break. Yes. Yeah. No, not in their everyday. I life. definitely could use like that on my boots. Yeah. For your outdoor gear. Yeah. Or safety pins. So, a machine or safety pins. Yeah. No, yeah. I you can make a lot of fun outfits out of safety pins. Fun. fun, fun <laughs> Except gift. if they fall off their boot. But uh, did you have trouble with that? With that one skirt you had no. with the safety pins? Did any of them fall? No. Nope. So, maybe that's not the hazard. Yeah. You can also, if you were really worried about mooping or hurting somebody with your safety pins, you could always solder them. There you go. If they're not functional. There you go. Just so I could have soldered all those ones because it was basically like ornamental. Right. Right. should have probably. But it also can, you know, when you're at Burning Man and something fails, let's say a zipper, safety pins can help you. Yeah. Yeah, For sure. What was your favorite outfit you wore during the day on Playa and why? We'll start with Renee. Uh, I had a tube top and a mini skirt. My favorite flary mini skirt and a tube top and my knee-high boots. And it was just very comfortable. I felt cute. It was light. I could move. Okay. Was really loose and flary. Like you could 
twirl around and move and everything. It wasn't tight and restrictive. Yeah. So had a couple ruffles and very simple, soft, comfy. Tight yeah. fisher pants for the win. Those are nice. Those were awesome. Those were I would have made them different though. They were yeah. uncomfortable. I yeah. can make them better again. But. Yeah. For sure. What do you think is the major difference between day and night clothing and fashion at Burning Man? Lights. Temperature. You're not going to be as skimpy because it's cold. Yeah. It can be it can cold. Be. It can be warm, though, because be we've had nights where it's really, really hot. Yeah. The onesie night, which oh. we were hoping would be cold, which was not cold. The onesie thing was fun, but it was extremely hot. It was too hot that night. So onesie night, we all wore animal-themed onesies. I had a unicorn, and it had buttons all the way up the front. Renee had, had a bear. I think it was, was called it murder bear. Yeah, it was murder bear. <laughs> Chad murder, it bear. murder bear. It's, it's what it was called. It's what we called it. That was what we called it. I'm pretty sure that's what it was called. I think it was just supposed to be cute and it wasn't. Why did it have red and it had red exactly. blood. I'm pretty sure it was a murder bear. It wasn't blood. It was supposed to be blood. It was it supposed thinks... to be cute. It was just because you buy it off the internet and you're like, oh, that's horrifying. I'm pretty sure it said murder bear. But anyway. Yeah, it had like red blood splotches and it had spiky fingers. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was, it murder, was bear. murder Bear. I'm pretty sure it was called Murder Bear. Yeah. yeah. And then Jason. I mean, it was I Japanese. <laughs> How come I didn't get that? I don't know. Jason got a zebra. zebra. Yeah. Remembering right? Maybe. A zebra. zebra. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what the those were fun, but the one challenge with those also is the porta potties. Yes. Because but you I found have to a take trick. Them down. When you take it down, you shove the head inside. And then that way it all stays contained and it doesn't get dirt. That's another good thing about skirts is you don't have to take them down. So you can keep them up you above the up. dirt and yeah. the stuff on the, the non-mentionable gross stuff well, on the floors of the well, porta potty. I'm talking about these porta potties. <laughs> it's a they big deal. They were clean. They're clean of they, Burning yes. Man porta potties. Yes. Shout out to whatever company they hire to do that. Yeah, yeah are, they do a good job. Those are cleaner than most construction porta potties. Yeah, but they can event, get or event porta potties. They can get bad though. It so. depends on how many days it's been since the last clean. Like if it's no, they clean them every couple hours. Yeah, they're, they're clean no, they're cleaned the every day, all day. They are. Yes, oh, yeah. they just go around cleaning. Oh yeah, they're. I mean, I've been in a lot of porta potties. I've been in them. I might be for almost four. I might be. Yeah, like, it's, it, I might and be also a honey depends. bucket expert, and, and those <laughs> ones are pretty damn clean. It depends on where they are too, because if you're in a more, sure. let's say you go to one of the clubs, yeah, the yeah. one of the big main one of the ten and two um, camps, or whatever, camps those porta potties are going to be fuller than some of the out of the way ones where people aren't congregating. So True. it really depends. Our one for our camp got full fast because we didn't have them coming every day. So well, that was, that, was a, that was a privately hired. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah. I'm just saying. It just the, the main ones are pretty good in terms of porta potties. I think so. Anyways, yeah. I don't know what... Start, oh, because you guys keep talking about because <laughs> yeah. we have to sit down more. It's a challenge. You. It's true. Yeah, you... <laughs> That's true. It's exactly. Biased. It's not a problem for you. No wonder you, you're like... Equipment. I definitely want to try one of those pee funnels. They do have pee time. funnels, yeah. The only thing is, you pee in it, and then what? How do you rinse it out? Just like the guys do. Shake. Yeah, shake. <laughs> do a little shake. But there's still going to be pee residue. That's why you have a special bag to put it in. I don't know. Like I, I It's gross. I got out. it. I got a little water in a water bottle. Pour a water. There you go. Yeah. Water in a water bottle. Okay. Just rinse it off. I need to do that next time, I think. So you don't so, have to be, to make all of these awesome outfits and things you don't have to know how to sew you could glue you can always yeah glue glue it with mm-hmm. glue gun or you could do basic sewing you mm-hmm. don't have to be oh my god no. i have to make my own coat you just find a no. coat and then yeah you, you can also that. find fur coats yeah. or faux fur coats at thrift stores a lot of times yeah. too yes. so you really. definitely don't have to be an expert no. not, and i just want to point out that obviously i am not the one that focuses on wearable fashion yeah. <laughs> as much since i don't remember what i did and these guys all do do you have a nighttime feel outfit so something that you wore at night and you're like, I really wish I 
or something else? Not really, other than I've had times where I'm underdressed, so I'm too cold, or I've been overdressed and been too hot. The onesie was yeah. too hot. Onesie was too hot, and I've I had... I onesie is my definite fair lot. It was just miserably hot. Yeah, I've had a skirt with fishnets at night, and it was super cold, and yeah. I was just freezing all night. But It was hot, so I was like, I'm gonna, if I'm going to wear this, I'm not wearing anything else because it's too hot. <laughs> and then it was still too hot, and I couldn't do anything about it. Because you were naked. I didn't have anything on underneath it. Very first night yep. of the very first yep. burn, I had a black lace skirt that I was wearing over this corset outfit and yeah we just barely got off yep. we we're all so excited like yeah we're up burning this <laughs> this is so cool and then Shrink. my bike stopped working <laughs> it's like wait everybody wait <laughs> insert ripping sound effect <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah and so I had to either I had a choice to make. I could either take off the skirt and just be in my underwear and just be like, well, I guess I'm having fun now (laughs) (laughs) and be comfortable with it because I too am not comfortable showing off that much of my body or go back to our tent and change my clothes and... So I embraced it, and I just wore my underwear that night. Cause <laughs> but you did have frilly underwear, like yeah. ruffle, ruffle underwear. So that yeah, it was it was fancy. It was fancy underwear. It wasn't my old <laughs> cotton holy. <laughs> no granny. Yeah, no, <laughs> no. It was nice underwear. It just that's not something that I would normally do. No, right. Do, which that but you had a good time. Man. You had a great yeah, time that I night. I had a great time. Okay, so while it isn't really a rule per se, Burning Man has some assigned days. I'm doing finger quotes. You can't really see that on the podcast, but Tutu Tuesday and White Wednesday, where you on Tuesday you wear a tutu and on Wednesday you wear all white. Do you follow these assigned day outfits or do you just ignore them and do your own thing? I think we were the, we did the tutu thing just because it was fun. It's fun to wear tutus, but yeah. typically we kind of just do our own thing. We did the onesie party. Have you? I guess this is more for Renee since she's been to Burning Man more than us, but have you attended any art performances or parties that had a dress code? And we have gone all gone together to the onesie party, but beyond that, Mm -hmm. have you done that and why or why not? The only thing I can think of, there was an 80s sing-along party that I went to. That sounds fun. There wasn't really a dress code, but we kind of tried to dress 80s. 80s as much as possible with not having known about it beforehand. <laughs> right. Getting out there, but so, you know, we tried to play the part a little bit and then went and had a sing along. I did not know. I don't think so. Was yes. it fun? It was fun. It was very fun. It was all songs I, can... I love and know from my childhood <laughs> and it was a great time. The only thing I can think of is a pub crawl. The onesie pub crawl we did. And I that was, and that was just too. wasn't a big that's thing. I mean, it was just a group of people, right? It was. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know how we found out about it. But. Well, it was. I think it was something that our friend Brian knew about, and he had planned for us hmm. to meet up at this camp because it it was going through this camp. But then the camp, it was Burning Man has their own time basically, yes. and the camp was not ready. And there was a big group of people waiting. It's like maybe 15 people sitting there waiting around for it to start. <laughs> and the person who was the camp host or leader or whatever the correct term is, camp director, <laughs> came out. I was like, okay, we're, we just finished eating. We're doing our dishes. We'll be ready in half an hour. Please just stick around. And we all looked at each other and no. And so we <laughs> had our own little right. like onesie party. And I think some people followed us. I think I remember. So group of 15 who were waiting... I think about half of them 
maybe maybe 10 of them i don't know we all had our own little onesie party yep offshoot have you worn anything that you swear you will never ever wear again sequins sequins <laughs> yes for sure sequins never ever ever again sandals for you okay i already talked about this one <laughs> no yeah yeah probably and yeah, me, it would be. I really like sandals, though. Giant well, just, dresses. You could do it with socks. Sandals with socks. Yeah. yeah. Socks and sandals. Exchange your socks often. Yeah, I'd have to say sandals, I guess. I can't really think of anything else. And we've talked about this before, too the porta potties. One unfortunate but necessary aspect of Burning Man yeah. that we all have to deal with is the porta potties because you got to go somewhere. When you're thinking ahead of time before you go to Burning Man, when you're putting your outfits together, does porta potties ever come into your mind, or is that mm -hmm. like when you get there, you go, "Oh yeah, porta potties." No, I definitely. Well, maybe the first time I didn't think about it, but after that, yes. So that's where mini skirts are great. If you can have stuff that you can take off parts of it yeah. before you go in, like have some takeaway, breakaway, rip away. Have a partner to hold it for. Yes, it, yeah. then have your partner hold things outside of the porta potty. That's helpful. Yeah. It's not something I considered. Yeah. For the most part. Because nope. it's not something that I've ever had to really consider. I know. Nope. Right? Absolutely. But oh, go ahead. Those tie fisher pants are handy because once you just untie the tie, like it's just because it's just a big piece of fabric, you can just pull it off all together. Water it put it around your neck or something. Yeah. But, it's definitely something I do not think about. Yeah, no, you do not. At all. <laughs> she's, she's in there like, I, I picture a big Full, wedding formal, dress yeah, formal, where yeah. you're like sitting, all you see is like tool. Just a yes, big... and that is not an exaggeration. No. I, I did, the last time we went, I did have a wedding dress. Like that a full-on Victorian full... amount of layers. <laughs> yes. You're tool. trying to dig through your yep. bloomers and everything. You know those doll cakes, the yep. Barbie dolls in the cake, and then the, dr the cake is yes. the dress? That's how my dress was yes. and it's, i didn't think about wait i'm gonna have to go in the porta potty yep. and i don't have a quick way still you could still wear those things but have a quick you know like snap or, and then hold it to somebody or but, yeah. somebody that yeah. you can hand it to because that's what yeah. happened yeah because yep. i ended up just holding your corsets are hard too sometimes because you're kind of restricted restricted in yeah. your movement so it's kind of hard to yeah so our tips and tricks would be think about porta potties mm -hmm. while you're constructing your outfits <laughs> you and bike riding. And bike riding. Yes. Yeah. Can you ride a bike in this outfit? Yeah. And then also have a partner with you that you can undress and hand them your stuff. Or if you don't have a partner, yeah. the people at Burning Man are very friendly. They Someone are. outside of the porta potty will be happy to help you hold your outfit. And you may, and you may, and they and may, may be there. Them. And they may be there when you get out of the porta potty. <laughs> they may not be. I have a funny they porta most likely potty story. Will. Okay. Fashion fail. So I, the first time we went to E11, I was wearing that broomstick skirt that you were talking about. Yeah. And I had just gone to the bathroom and I was feeling really, I mean, I was feeling cute. I look so good today. I'm so, my self-esteem was through the roof. I'm awesome. And I open the door and I get out and there's this couple standing on the other side of the door. So I see them right when I get out and I'm just, hi, cause I'm feeling good. And the girl goes, um, excuse me. And I'm like, oh yeah, what? And I thought they were just have a conversation with me. And she goes, your dress is in your underwear. <laughs> so... So embarrassed. You're like, I put it there on purpose. Yeah, okay, that's statement. my fashion statement. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Self-esteem in the toilet. If that's, yeah. So there's another tip for you. <laughs> Check if your... someone does that, just lean into it and be like, yeah, I know. And yeah. walk off no, proudly was... with your head held high and you're stirring <laughs> your underwear. Yeah, no, I was mortified. That was so embarrassing. Have you ever been shocked by any outfits at Burning Man? And if so, what was it? Skin. 
<laughs> just kidding. The first time I went, it was not shocking because I knew it was going to happen, but I was, it was different than normal life. Walking around seeing everyone, just people walking around naked. You're like, okay, this is, this is real. This is happening. There are <laughs> naked people just walking around like it's no big deal. Yeah. But it, I mean, it was maybe two hours and then it was second nature. Didn't care. Didn't notice it. I haven't really been shocked, I don't think. What about you? No, I don't think so. For me, it was you? the nudity. <laughs> yeah. The first time we went to Burning Man, our camp that we stayed at was right next to Comfort and Joy, which is a very awesome, very cool camp for gay men. If it's still and around. If it's still oh, around. Yeah. And we actually spent quite a bit of time going through their camp because they had these awesome tassel things that were fun to walk through. I was shocked because that was, and like Renee was saying, the nudity. Did they, this dude walked by proud as could be, wearing chaps and nothing else. Yep. <laughs> Whoa. Did you have a favorite thing that you saw someone else wear that made you go, oh, I need to make that, or hmm. I wish I would have thought of that, or... I like so many things when I see people wearing stuff. It's mm -hmm. like, oh, that's so cute. I did see this lady one time wearing... It was kind of like a... It was the same day I was wearing my spoon skirt, and she wanted a picture with me. She had, like, a yarn, this yarn dress. There wasn't a lot to it. I mean, it was just kind of some strings held together in strategic places to yeah. <laughs> keep it on her. Right. But I thought it was pretty cool because it was really simple and it was just kind of fun. And you could do it with lots of different colors. And you like, you want it, you've seen some kilts. Kilts you like? I mean, there's been really cool lighting and stuff. Lighting. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, That's me cool. too, is the lighting. Like, that one guy with that I'm jacket that was like completely 100% yeah. lit up at night. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely some next level. Yeah. DIY with the programmable controllers and mm -hmm. stuff. True. And like audio sensitive yes, lighting true. and yeah. program. That, that stuff is insanely cool to me. But yeah. It's beyond that's my, true. Beyond my ability to, or beyond my willpower to try to figure out how to do anyways. I agree. I think that's one thing that I'm like, oh, I wish I would have done that. Or that's so cool. I wish I could make that is the lighting. Did you see any people wearing something that, no, that's not. Yeah. Headdresses. <laughs> Headdresses. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say anything that. Headdresses. Anything that is insensitive to, you know, yeah, like other people's cultures and stuff. That, yeah. And then just the moopy things, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, headdresses are kind of the, the offensive all the way around, right? Because they're right. glittery and they're fake feathers and they just get all over the place. And, yeah. and also, you're it's just not very sensitive to people who probably find some religious significance or mm -hmm. spiritual significance to that. And yeah. to be yeah. to be stereotypical, those are the those are the pretty people you see on the camera. Ponies. I don't think you see a lot of those. Anymore. No, not necessarily in the headdress, but those people that wear those kind of things yeah. are the people that are going there to make themselves beautiful and shot or, shoot videos and pictures Instagram. yes right. Yeah. Like, right they think it's bonnaroo or right whatever <laughs> like it's not a, they think it's coachella, a festival. Yeah, coachella yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. I, I don't know i mean yeah I, i'd say the only thing that bothers me is the stuff that isn't seems like it might be insensitive to marginalized groups or, yeah. or anybody really just yeah. you know yeah use your common sense don't, don't wear <laughs> your stuff like you're that. your common sense and think ahead a little bit and be, would this upset somebody any last thoughts on burning man fashion tips anything at all about burning man you want listeners to know have fun just have fun with it relax and have fun no stress it does there's no requirements there's no you have to do this or you can't do that you just be yourself and have fun and except for headdresses except for yeah yeah be yourself have fun unless you're an asshole <laughs> don't be yourself i guess <laughs> right and I would say you're going to be overwhelmed and it's going to be awesome and it's also going to suck. So just roll with it in the moment. 
This has been the In Dust We Trust podcast. We've been talking with Jason and Renee. Thank you for joining me today. You're welcome. Thanks for having us. Please join us next time as we look into the second principle, gifting. If you have a topic idea, comment, or suggestion, let me know. Email industwetrust.com. The In Dust We Trust podcast is written, directed, and produced by Natalie Struess. I hope you have enjoyed listening. Bye. Uncle drums. <laughs>